Chase the team, yeah. We got the rank, rank, rank supreme. Come on, yeah. We coming over and we taking the scene, yeah. We should be on that limelight up, up on the screen, yeah. You know, my team, yeah. We really just doing this, fluid up every time. We really just moving this, yeah. Man, we mix it up to all of my fellas and six foot up. Hey, best believe we the new way, Mr. T. Rob Boogie and Anthony Dave. Yes, you're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. With bowels of holly, it might be the worst Christmas song of all time, but that's why we play our theme song here. This is indeed the Christmas special 2021. Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Cheeks. Merry Christmas, brother. You already know how we're doing it. Merry Christmas, Jinx. Special we're about to have, and we have my cousin. Gregory Kudlick on this radio program for the first time to join us tonight before the arrival of Hamptons Dave to kick things off. This is no ordinary Christmas special. We're not talking about the Island of Misfit Toys. We're talking about the Island of Misfit Teenagers. We're talking about Jerry Epstein and Pedo Island. Start off things for the Christmas special. How's that? How's that? For a holiday special. Welcome. Pedophilia Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Boys and girls, look out, it's time. The background is just magical tonight. I worked really yeah. hard on that. It took me a few minutes there. Well, nice. Take me a few. Uh, there we go. That's nice. Looking good, looking good. So, my cousin is no ordinary cousin. The last time that a cousin of mine was on any type of Ryan Show program, it was my cousin JJ. Rest in peace. Miss him very, very much. Gregory and I, our, our mothers are sisters. JJ's mother is the other sister. It's three sisters. And we're all offshoots, offsprings of these three sisters. (laughs) So we have Gregory here tonight. And Gregory, much like his cousin Ryan, thinks outside the box. Some might call us conspiracy theorists. I like to call ourselves truthers. I hate the word truther. We just want to know what's going on. We just want to learn, damn it. We want to know what's good. And right now, this is, I mean, arguably... The most popular court case that for some reason is not mentioned in the media. We're in a day and age where we really focus on different court cases really more than ever, it seems. There's so much coverage given to so many heinous crimes and heinous acts that are you know, happening in this country. But this one, for some reason, gets swept under the rug. And to those that know, yes, we're talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. I think I'm saying it right. Jolaine. 
Jillian Maxwell. See, this is why we have you here. Yeah. I see that name. I've called it Jizzlane. I've called it all types. Yeah. Of well, there's two pronunciations. is is correct, but there's two pronunciations. But that's what, what Jerry goes called by him. is like yes. Jillane. Yeah. There's two exactly. pronunciations. So, Mr. Cheeks, as a celebrity, a real life celebrity, you know, mingling with these different celebrities, mingling with all these different people, did you ever run into Epstein or any of these like high end socialites mm. at any of these parties that you attended and you know back in the day? See any people like this? I mean, if I've been to them parties, I ain't never, I ain't never seen them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even Epstein, all of that right there. I don't with nobody with those. I'm trying to like question you like you're on the list, like you're on this <laughs> no, next story. Mr. Cheeks is not on the Epstein flight nah, line. Let's oh, just nah, get this nah, out the way right nah. now. <laughs> nah, just overall, like that's crazy. That's crazy. It's insane. It's actually right. insane what's going on. Do you know what's going on? Because we we should start here at uh, at at the at home plate at the very Epstein. beginning. Epstein but, killed himself because the, the if he didn't kill himself, it would have been out. So they left homegirl with the motherfucking bag, and here we are. She's the one they looking at. You was kissing on him. You was his lover. But I bing, bing, bing. You brought the shorties there to massage his nuts. You know what it is. Let's go. <laughs> so you do know it's coming That's, what, that's okay, what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's exactly. That seems to be allegedly exactly what it is. But this isn't no ordinary creep, no ordinary pervert mm. or predator. This is a high-powered billionaire that was manipulating the masses. The media got caught and somehow kept getting away with things. What's so strange to me is that the ordinary person does seem to have an idea of what's going on. They might not know the details, but they know that there is some type of controversy surrounding it. So even though you might see this being talked about on the internet, maybe a show or two like you're hearing right now on FM radio might bring it up. But for the most part, the mainstream media really doesn't cover this story to the point that it's talked about by the average individual, which I find strange. So that being said, let us know what you think. If you have any commentary on this matter, hit us up direct on Instagram at The Ryan Show. We want you to question us. We're going to have a post up about Epstein, about all of this, about the trial, so that we can get a little bit of a, a little bit of conversation going because it doesn't seem like they're doing it at a lot of these mainstream places. So, Greg, who exactly is Jeffrey Epstein? Why don't we start right there? Who is this guy? His whole character. Like, nobody knows how he really made his money. Like, he's a he's a financier from America, but nobody really knows how he actually made his money. And when you connect all the ties to the people who he associated with, it's very suspicious. Like, so who are these people least. that he's like that, that you're referring to that he's because like what I've heard, like you said, no one could really pinpoint where he's getting his money, but the yeah, allegations the allegations yes. are that he was essentially blackmailing people that would come to his island and allegedly, according to the people always the allegedly. Internet, allegedly, they say that people were taking these flights out to the island to enjoy a good time where Epstein may have tricked mm -hmm. or coerced them into fornicating yeah. with younger women, with women that might not be <laughs> of legal age here in the United States of America and filming it. And taking this film as blackmail <laughs> and getting money out of them. And that's they what all know why they were going where they were going. Like they it, it was it was literally called Orgy Island. It so it was wasn't Pedo Island. Island. I thought it was the yeah. no that's what we just call it here. But uh, you know, in it, the States. It, it absolutely Pedo. was. It was. Absolutely yeah. was. Pedo Island, like mm -hmm. the, substantial evidence <laughs> proves that like you know all these people coming forth 
he has 150 people coming forth stating that, um, you know, sexual allegations were made against them. 150. Like, you can't get that unless you're you're doing something like really you know nefarious crazy yo yeah 150 people so so it seems like that's where we kind of have to begin when it comes to finding out the truth in this whole situation is talking to some of these victims because when you look at the list of celebrities and prominent people involved i mean we're talking the clintons well bill andrew bill clinton he had a allegedly 11 flights over there but now it just came to fruition that he had 26 undocumented flights nice. with no secret service no secret service and <laughs> oh, as ex president you do not do that like you don't, you don't leave without secret service detail and to have 26 oh flights over there and then you're talking about you have chris tucker you have uh hmm. john glenn ex astronaut like seriously yeah uh you have um allegedly once again these this is like according to the internet now now what are these sources because you know you're the expert in this field i just know what i see on reddit reddit's a great source of information if you go by the thumbs up and up votes absolutely but you have high profile stuff you have donald trump you have Ooh, uh you hear that to all the trumpers yes. out Donald there he's Trump, not but he did hey, not happening that dead he did oh yeah <laughs> he did is, is ever 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 going there ever going that, there you know that with the, he had that same outfit he ran for election on <laughs> on the island but and you have you have Robert F. Kennedy allegedly going there, an ex astronaut, you know John John Glenn, who's like who was a national hero, but now I'm like you're going you're flying on the Lolita Express to Orgy Island, like what is you know like what's oh, going on shame, there, buddy? All these, and there's what's some names going in there that on you there, just... buddy. It's a lot of shit happening, baby. A lot of shit happening. <laughs> 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 You know the motherfuckers that used to hang with them. That names ain't out there. Is like, oh, <laughs> yo, she gonna let it go though. It's very questionable, very questionable. And mm. Donald Trump, and you know, and he denies, you know, ever going there, and knowing his past and all that stuff. Like Donald be lying. You know, you know his past. Yeah, you absolutely I mean, know his past. Like he was really that not very there. wholesome, according no. to my, you know, no. those type of standards. Another person that gets mentioned a lot, and what strikes me odd, is that recently, allegedly, I saw a meme, so I'm not sure how true it is, but hey, once again, Gregory, you're the expert. I read that Bill Gates donated somewhere near a half a billion dollars to all of these media industries. Is this just some type of a fake news that was floating I, around? What happened? And this was recently. I, yes, absolutely heard about all of this and stuff. And I, I, I heard it was somewhere in the tune of like uh, two hundred and fifty million. Wow! But I allegedly, of course. Uh, all right, we've know, got a we've got a report the, from the producer here. It says the Gates Foundation has nearly given sixty three million to charities closely aligned with big media outlets, including nearly yeah. fifty three million to yeah. BBC. Right after the, the the divorce of uh Melinda and Bill, and 
she there's ties to that too of of bill flying to orgy island and um you know and that's like a big thing on, on, in their divorce is that like she was really pissed off about the fact that he was going there and he apparently flew there about 10 11 times something like that and then denied it so why are you denying it if you didn't do anything wrong? Like it, you know, we, have you seen that video clip of Bill Gates being asked about Jeffrey Epstein? Yes, where he's is taking that his not wedding insane? And he's just and he's looking out. nervous. Yeah. And he's looking. As a matter of fact, I don't want to get flagged, and, and I don't want to get the video removed. But I think it's important that we play this audio clip. Yeah. And, and while should. we ready it, we're gonna play a different clip. But Gregory, you had a great little piece of candy right there. And it gave Mr. Cheeks and I some fantastic memories, memories that were so good. We can't even remember them. <laughs> we're those, no, we're those, those are the best packs. memories. You just remember the bag. <laughs> That's it. That's the, it. The bag take you back. You see the bag, you go all the way back. Like, yeah, I remember that day, but I forgot that day. <laughs> oh my God. Good times. High so time. let's okay. pull that out really quick, just and then we'll we'll play that uh, ad. And when we get back, hopefully this video will be ready for us to play. And yo, if we get demonetized, we're doing it for the people. We say this every time. Yeah. Day, no, pull this out your cell phone and had This is the people's house, baby. Yep. Yeah, exactly. This is the this people's needs house. To we're be not in, the in it for the monetization. We just wanted you to know what's going on here. Exactly. Here, we're going to pull this out here. So this is a video. Shouts to the hostage media. A little commercial. Gregory in his hand. I don't know if he's showing yet. He's got the stony patch, kids. Where are they? Where are I those? Did you already eat them? He may have already eaten. There they are. I don't even know where they are. That's Ooh. how good they are. Those there, there we are. There we are. <laughs> those things are crazy. We have a video here that was made way back in the day. These are official sponsors of the show. Not official like they've paid us, but you know what? They've paid us in good times. <laughs> In really good times. Here, let's put this. Uh, let's go. All right, here we go. Going out of the hip hop fest, you already know that we're in the building. Mr. Cheeks, Ryan, motherfucking B, nigga. Oh, curses! <laughs> no. What it is? If we're here, you know that we bring Stony Patch Kids with us. We're officially endorsed. <laughs> Stony Patch all day. Take your Sour Patch Kids. Oh, go ahead. Them in the trash. It's all about Stony Patch. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> you sour Patch Kids don't get you high as a kite. We don't want anything to do with them. We don't yes, want anything with Sour Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. We like sour. Stony, <laughs> packed with THC. Packed with it, baby. <laughs> Some of that old good uh THC, you know that guy? Oh my God. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Oh, Strike boss. Get <laughs> your third eye open, people. Strike boss, no doubt. Strike boss. That's funny as hell. The good black time. Phil Jackson. Let's go. <laughs> Black that Jackson, is funny huh? as hell. He always kind of took me as a universal type, Phil Jackson. I feel like he just eats so much ayahuasca. <laughs> He's just seeing like in colors, all types of weird things at this point. So we do Look, have this clip, and this is a clip of Billy Gates. Billy Gates being questioned on 60 Minutes about Jeffrey Epstein, about okay. the death of him, about how, you know, before we play I, this video. I was just about to touch on that. But yeah, I like, think it's important that. we get into his play death because Mr. Cheeks mentioned yeah. the suicide, but this, this is, is the biggest yeah, controversy. It is very, yeah. Why would a guy it. like that kill himself? I mean, I get why he would kill himself, but with all of this information, if he really was tied to all of these 
royal family members and all of these politicians and ex-presidents and people in prominent places, why would he even make it to the stand? You would think that they would do everything in their power to off well, a guy like he, this. He thought he was going to get off. And that's why I feel like the suicide thing is complete BS. It just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And there's so much evidence mounting up to that, that it, it doesn't make sense. Like he had, are you playing your clip or are you doing no no we actually i was gonna ask before we play the all clip, right what so are some of the the sketchy uh, he had he had three hymoid fractures in his neck which dr michael Baden, who is a 50-year uh forensic pathologist has never once seen he's never once seen people who have suicided themselves to break these fracture these bones never so that's like somebody it, went behind you and snapped you always comes from strangulation you. yep wow. always comes from strangulation it never comes from like hanging yourself in, in in a room or anything like that not only that but you had the the two the two security guards who were on duty at a fell asleep at like this convenient time hmm. he had a window of 3.30 to 6.30 to do this. And it, it was just very convenient that the, the two security guards who were on duty at that time just both passed out. Like, are you serious? Who falls this? Like, two of them? Like, one security guard? Okay, I can buy that. It's like a two cartoon. Of them, two of them? Are you kidding me? And then not only that, but then the cameras that were watching his cell just malfunctioned. They just malfunctioned out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, they just absolutely malfunctioned. How the hell does that happen? If you were to put this into a, a statistician and get the probabilities on this, you're looking at winning the Powerball to have this sh stuff happen. Like, you, this is not... It, it doesn't happen. And he was on a suicide watch for 10 days. Right. Well, anybody days. that would be on suicide watch, you'd think it'd be that like Ten, Ten days, days Ten days, Insane. but anyone who <laughs> is suspected on suicide watch, like, I'm sorry, 10 days doesn't cure anything. Like, you're going to be on a suicide watch for the next, like, three years. Three, you know, like, 10 yeah. days. They took him off suicide watch in 10 days, and nobody yeah. checked on him. But the implications... And the ramifications that he could he could do to very very powerful people is <laughs> absolutely mind boggling because he could take that you know everyone in the world that ever knew him has every every motive to silence him and that's what's scary, especially yeah. like the Clintons you know people like that Trump? like you yeah, said it Trump. you said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this is what's so insane <laughs> about all of this. Um, you know, we have a, a quote here right now from Bill Gates. We have a, a, an interview clip from 60 Minutes where they were questioning Gates. And I just want to leave it up to you guys to decide if his body language seems a little bit off. Oh, absolutely. I know exactly what you're going to play. Yeah, I mean, this, and what's crazy, it Watch took me about 10 tries Watch to find this video. It wasn't even coming up. Watch the nervousness in the wedding room. That Paul, time, like, watch it. Uh, that you had a number of meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, who, when you met him 10 years ago, he was convicted of soliciting prostitution from minors. 
What did you know about him when you were meeting with him, as you've said yourself, uh, in the hopes of raising money? Uh, you know, I had dinners with him. Uh, I regret doing that. He had relationships with uh, people he said, you know, would give to Global Health, which is a uh, interest I have, you know, not nearly enough philanthropy goes in that direction. Uh, you know, those meetings were were a mistake. They didn't result in uh, what he purported, and I cut them off. You know, that goes back a long time ago now. Uh, there's, you know, so there's nothing new on that. It was reported that you continue to meet with him over several years, um, and that, in other words, a number of meetings. Um, what did you do when you found out about his background? Well, and, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners, uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this? Well, he's dead, so, uh, you know, in general, you oh always have to be careful. Uh, and, you know, the... You know, I'm, I'm very proud of what we've done in philanthropy, very proud of the work of the foundation. Uh, Look at that body language. That's, that's what I get up every day and focus on. One more time, what's, what's really weird to me is that last statement or the answer to that question, his answer was a very dark deflection. Let's go back really mm -hmm. quick and play that. And by the way, I made a terrible mistake. It is not 60 Minutes. This is PBS NewsHour. This is why minutes. we're bringing people on to educate me in 2022, right? I called up Cheeks and I'm like, Cheeks, I made a realization. I'm an idiot, man. <laughs> Actually stupid. Well, there's some more proof. Right? There's but, like, no, you're not. I am. All right. So here we go. Really quick. Here's you, the question. What did you do when you found out about his background? Follow the well, hands. And, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. Uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. How many Is there dinners? a lesson for you, for a anyone else looking looking at this? Well, he's dead, so uh, <laughs> you know. In general, you always have to be careful. Uh, <laughs> we can just pause it right there. Well, he's yeah. dead, yeah. so dead, we always buddy. have to be careful. He's dead, he said. Oh, follow wow. those hands. He he is so nervous, and and he pulls his wedding ring in the middle of the interview and that like you ask anybody that knows like social co uh contact with um people and stuff like uh body language i'm sorry yeah, i'm distracted yeah, yeah. it's that's that's regret that's feeling nervousness yeah. and regret yeah. right there like that you're like questioning everything you do like that's why he's <laughs> going on that stuff. yes i, watch I know whole it video firsthand. On that. <laughs> yeah. i sit there i was at the strip club for a yeah. show i was hosting it yeah and i still i'm like sitting there like pulling around the ready i was like wow and, i feel like bill gates right now yeah and so that's, that's literally what i thought it. yeah because you're it's a subconscious thing, and, you know, he has some regrets, and he has some deep-seated things that are not meant to be made public, and he doesn't want them to be made public. That's why he was going off on that interview. Uh, he, yeah. like, he was very deflective, like, very, like, get out, you know? You can just mm. feel it through the whole thing. Like, don't talk to me about this. Like, I don't want to – he doesn't want to confess because he, he effed up. I had a few dinners. What do you want, then? <laughs> I know, I know he's an asshole like this, man. Yeah, no, he, 
I mean, he he's a philanthropist. He knows what's going on. But it, it, his philanthropy, I think, you know, sways the same way to the dark side. He does the he does bad things that people shouldn't know about. Sketchy. Yeah. So here Great. we are. We Great. got Ghislaine Maxwell up for trial. And it appears that she is going to be found guilty. I mean, according to what I've read in the yeah. past few days from the mainstream news, it seems as though she's busted. We've got these girls yeah. coming out talking about their experiences of her groping and massaging them. Yes. Even worse, grooming them from a young yes. age, going and coercing these young girls that mm. are in dark places in their lives yes. to go to this island. And they have so much money that they've, black essentially gotten out of whoever it was that goes to the island to pay these girls off so that essentially they'll do their bidding and keep their mouths shut forever yes until of yeah. course we just saw what went down right now finally yeah. and you know another thing i want to ask really quick before we get into the whole Ghislaine <laughs> maxwell thing how did he get caught once and then was allowed free such after such a short amount of time in jail after you know the extent of what they had found back then well, apparently there was a 14-year-old that came forward and uh, she was the one to, uh, you know, to sound the alarm, the whole child prostitution thing. But the funny thing about it was, like, when he got hit, anybody else in the world, if you get caught, like, molesting a 14-year-old girl, you're going you're gonna to be doing some serious time. Like, he was, he was allowed to... He was in jail at night. Like, he was supposed to go to jail at night. And they basically let him just have his free run of the... It wasn't even, like, probation or anything like that. He was allowed free, right? Like, wasn't he... Yeah, literally, he was like, just allowed to run his own because he had so much money. Like, that's what money does in this world. But he, he was... It was ridiculous. It was basically, like, if you or I got caught, like, you know... uh uh, vandalizing a park or something like that. Like, that was the, the kind of consequences that he had. It was ridiculous. Like, so, he, he, he was supposed to stay in jail at night, but he would just go to his house. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, put the person in jail or, or, or don't. Like, what do you, you know, what do you mean he's allowed to go here at night or he's allowed to go back to his house? Are you freaking kidding me? He's a He's uh, you know, we get yeah, yeah, we see, we see. It's an emotional subject. It's yeah, a crazy, yeah. it's a yeah, crazy. That Pablo subject. juice, baby, yeah, that Pablo <laughs> Escobar juice. Yeah, he's got the Pablo I juice. juice. Yeah, hey, oh, it's, I'm, getting, I'm going over there. You chill out. I'll be back later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what? Uh, how does that happen? He's a pedophile. Yeah, mm. I mean, well, you see, these pedophiles essentially get away with uh, well, touching kids these days, right? It's like a, it's a lesser sentence. Then well, that's really what he did. Terrible. He, he pleaded to a. He pleaded to um uh, soliciting prostitution instead of uh just going on with the trial where he could be convicted as an actual pedophile. So he just pleaded guilty and took the plea deal of uh, soliciting prostitution Jeez. instead of just going through with the trial because if he didn't want to go through with the trial because if he went through the trial he would have been screwed. That's well, I guess that's uh, well, that's the end of him. So now here we are, Glenn Maxwell. He's still is screwed. He's gone. He's screwed. He's dead. 150 people coming forth saying the same thing like they're not all lying, you know? Yeah, there's there's something going on. So we do have to go to a quick break. So kind of to wrap things up, yes, this sir. is now at the point where she has to now face sentencing 
And do you predict that she's going to get taken out and murdered as she's well? She's going to be. Uh, well, I wouldn't be surprised. I think she's going to be found guilty, but I would then not what? be. She can name so many, so <laughs> many high power people. And I yeah, just think that's what's that scary. Like, it could change the landscape of the world. As we go into break, really quick, everybody should go take their phones out. First off, go follow the Ryan Show, damn it, on Instagram. Follow the <laughs> yes. Cheeks, one, three, two. Follow Hamptons Dave. Why not follow them too? But more important, go to Google, look up Jeffrey Epstein, do some research on the case and see where we're at. Go to the Reddit, see what people are talking about. It's dark. People don't want to talk about these things. It's creepy. It's gross. Who wants to talk about these types of things? Yeah. But it's important that we do. People need to be held accountable. Sometimes there are things that are just so interesting. I can't turn my head. You guys are stuck <laughs> learning more about it. When we come back from our brig. Oh, and, oh, and first off, Greg, thanks so much for pulling up. Everybody, give yeah, it up. Yeah, first appearance on FM Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. I love this. And where can this we find awesome. you, Gregory, for the, the listeners that want to uh, to interact with you, ask you questions? I don't do social media, so you can't. <laughs> That's right. He's a real conspiracy theorist. He's yep. not putting his stuff out there. I don't tracking me and stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll find us. We'll we'll send you to him. You could call him on the cell phone, <laughs> if anything. This is The Ryan Show FM. We return. We will have um, – I mean, you guys all watch Power, right? Am I the only one here that doesn't? Besides Mr. With Cheeks power. and great, yeah. Well, a lot of people do watch Power. After all, it was one of the top grossing television sitcoms. Well, the sequel is here, and uh, and the lead actor Daniel Bellamy is joining us tonight. He's playing Zeke in this new spinoff, book two of Power. It's going to be great. The guy can sing his ass off. We're going to talk about his music when we get back. Also, the owner of Bel Air is going to be here as well, Mr. Brett Barish, and I'm very excited to talk to him, a master brander. A lot going on for this Christmas special. We might even get an appearance from Santa. This is the Rancho FM Christmas special. Let's go. Same thing. Let's go. Same thing.
Christmas trees Decorate the house with lights at night Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright In the fireplace is the Yule log Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Gerald Like each and every year we bust Christmas carols Christmas carols Returned. Ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. Or is that a different type of special? It's a Christmas special, but there's not that many ho, ho, ho's. I mean, what follows that up better than a good old-fashioned pirate statement? This is the Ryan Show FM Christmas Special 2021, and we are pressing forward. Mr. Cheeks is in studio. Yes, sir. For the first time, not only is he a great actor, but the man can sing his ass off. All right. He's a busy man. You see him on television. You may hear him on YouTube if you're like me and you type his name in. I was honestly just so blown away when I heard him sing. But without further ado, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, give it up for the one, the only, Daniel Lee Bellamy. Let's here on the go, Show let's FM. go, let's go, let's go. Thank you so much for having me. And oh, I'm yeah. sure, you know, a lot of the world may know you as Zeke, but after... Seeing a lot of the music, I think the world is probably going to know you as a singer. I don't know. Dude, we're going to have to, you know, quickly on the break, play a bunch of your music in between so people know what I'm talking about. We're talking like John Legend-esque. Mm. I mean, when did this musical journey begin? Before we get into power, before we get into any of the acting, where did the, where did the musical journey begin? Yeah, well, I mean, I started since I was young, since I was a little kid, honestly. And, you know, it's just, you know, the music just... It kept leading me and leading me and leading me, you know, even um, to music really led me to acting. Um, and, and that led me to, uh, you know, bring it all together. And I really I really kind of see myself as a, you know, I'm an, I'm an artist, I'm an actor, recording artist and a singer. And um, really, it all kind of plays hand in hand with each other, you know. And um, I'm, I'm just really excited to be on this journey and 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 be and be bringing so many people along with me, you know. Yeah, it's dope, it's dope, hell yeah. And starting yeah. as a musician, you know, a lot of people that are actors and find fame on television or on social media then start rapping. You know, they find this fan base, they're able to accumulate streams, and it's so tough to get into music. But just hearing your songs, you can tell this it's not like that. I mean, you're you're well trained, you've been doing this for a long time. Are there any other instruments that you play? Uh yeah, yeah, I play some instruments. Like I really like, you know, I play and I play the guitar and whatever, but like I really like just tapping into my voice, you know. It's like it's you know, it's it's it's, it's crazy how much of the voice itself is an instrument, you know, it's 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 you know 
you know, and so really I'm in this phase of right now, just like really sort of dealing with that, you know, dealing with that I got that I got this voice and 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 it and it and it's a and it's something that I gotta gotta you know hone in on Bailey. You know, it's a it's a it's it's literally an instrument, like you know, yeah, having to take care of it, having to you know exercise it, having to you know uh, you know just just making sure that it's 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 coming from my core, you know, uh, for whatever reason, you know, I, I got this voice and I, and I have this song in my heart and, you know, and just making sure it's, it's tuned in the right direction, you know, and it's, and it's, uh, you know, so, so, so yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. And that's yeah. like, like you said, it's a literal instrument that takes the conditioning and the vocal training. People don't realize what goes into it. And we're not talking like, we're not saying that Mr. Daniel Lee Bellamy is doing the auto tune singing. We're talking like, hitting octaves and going up and down i mean they're gonna hear it honestly like it's just it's just it's just such a blessing to be able to you know express myself through song like you know what i'm saying like you know I, my my the song the music that i love is rhythm and blues you know the rhythms and the rhythms and the you know the music that sounds authentic from where i'm from from my experience and you know being able to you know speak my truth over it through song you know and, and 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 having a good time or just getting things out you know that i need to get out um and it's been a lot it's a lot of stuff that i need to get out so I, i'm really excited i'm really excited got that so jamie, said, you got that jamie fox in you baby yeah I mean? singing okay. play some instruments do your thing acting is crazy so yo man man uh, salute, salute to you what you on your journey no question thank you and having it all kind of, you know, come together like that. You said you started with music and it led to acting. Was what was it like sometime along this music and someone's like, yo, you've got the look to and, and the skills to go out there and acting. What was it that got you into that? Yeah. Well, so I um so you know, when I was younger, you know, I was actually a basketball player and um, you know, certain things happened and and you know, the arts, the arts in that in that world was the was a thing that gave me an opportunity to keep going and keep moving forward and uh and in my talents and stuff so you know i actually end up when winning went on to train in the uh at a at a conservatory when i was um in college at, at call, it's called carnegie mellon hmm. and i also did some training when i um in south africa university of cape town and that's where i really sort of you know sort of started to develop my acting craft wow and, you went all the way out to south africa yeah yeah that must have been an experience like what was that whole experience yeah, I really, like? i really you, yeah it was amazing i mean like it was like you, you got an opportunity to go abroad you know well shoot let me go to africa you know see what mm. they're doing over there amazing I mean, yeah. it's a, beautiful, a beautiful country it's a beautiful city beautiful people uh i mean it's it's go to south africa if you can go to cape town it's 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 a beautiful place to be for real yeah, yeah. for real yeah, yeah. beautiful place to be yeah, one of these days. One of these days. We're actually this this show does broadcast on the northern parts and all over Africa, but not South Africa. Well, that's one of yeah. these days. Mr. Cheeks, I'm sure, is uh has had the experience down there. Yeah, Cape Town is dope. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I, uh, I was in Mobri. I was in Mowbray. Mowbray. Mowbray, uh Mowbray. It's like I don't even know. You know, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know what was that. I was downtown oh, somewhere chilling, huh? Heard uh, I was just doing I was just doing a festival and shit, so I can't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, music over here is amazing. We got amazing club, house music, dance music. I hell yeah, hell yeah, really dance music over there. 
got some ill ass artists over there, you know. Mm. Facts. Yeah. Mm. Some real talent for sure. And right. we are in studio with Mr. Daniel Bellamy. You may know yes, him sir. from our book Two Ghost. And we're finding out that he is a baller in real life. I didn't realize that you also played Kevin Durant back in the day in that yeah. movie. Uh, now, now, what was that experience like? Did you actually work with KD? No, I didn't work with KD. It was really based off of his mom. So I met his mom. You know, he has a really beautiful family. I was definitely honored to be a part of that project. Queen Latifah was her uh, company. And... Um, Nelson George was the director. Shelby Stone was the uh, was the main producer on there. Um, I actually uh, starred next to Cassandra Freeman. She's playing. Um, she's the new uh, the new Aunt Viv. She's the new Aunt Viv. Mm. She played Kevin Durant's mom, but I played mom. So I, I was in. Um, also, Pauletta Washington, Denzel's wife. She was in the. She was in the. She played the grandmother. So it was a really oh. special. Uh, special cast, special experience. Mm -hmm. um, we were uh, filming that in Vancouver. Yeah, and I came out on Lifetime. That's hard. That is awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. And now, being on such, uh, like, this is this is an iconic franchise that you're now a part of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, to me, this is like, it's just going to open up so many other doors. Just with within this world, it seems that that's kind of the direction that television and movies is going you look at marvel how they just expand on these universes and they can create keep creating these series and power to me just seems like such a great storyline and the writers are all there where it is going yeah. to keep expanding so to be a part of this universe what's that like uh honestly it's just it's humbling like you know it's it's such a such a beautiful such a great thing that that's happening you know in the industry you know, Power Universe is definitely a uh, 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 amazing thing to be a part of, and mm -hmm. and to have a you know to to be to be featured in it. I'm like, wow! Like you know, it's just like, you know, uh, it's just it's just it's just really exciting. I mean, it's 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 kind of like I'm still processing how exciting and, and what a big moment this is. You know, yo, just yo. like you know, really hard to maximize this moment and you know and, and 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 you know just just eat it all up you know and, and it's been a, it's been an amazing experience it's, it continues to be an amazing experience hell yeah that shit is dope shit is dope man yeah, glad for you my g no doubt about it man more success and all of that shit you heard up yeah, man. yeah you know working around you know like you know mary j and method man and you know hell all yeah. these all these goats, all these legends who, you know, who, who've been in the game and are still in the game, still performing artists in the game, you know, still mm -hmm. acting, still doing music, still, you know, you know, being fearless and courageous, you know, doing their thing, you know, masters at what they do, you know, and, yeah. and it just, it just makes me excited, you know, about the future and about, you know, what, what I can be doing in the next 20 years, you know, and still, still being engaged with, with my creative process in like a in a really big way. Oh yeah. 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 I think it's yeah. and you have the acting down. I feel like a lot of people get into acting and don't respect it as a craft. Like myself, I don't know what I'm doing. People are just like they'll typecast me. They'll be like, oh he's a white guy. Let's stick him like remember we did that movie Mr. Cheeks. We ended up getting arrested together. That's a story for a whole nother time. We didn't have the permits I guess the director. But oh uh, good times eh? good times. Yeah good times so where do you draw your inspiration from? Because the character of Zeke, it's so different from yourself. You're such an articulate dude. I feel like you have to get into the mind of an athlete 
and kind of like, I don't want to say athletes are dumb and say that they have to, because there's so many great athletes, so, so much smarter than myself. Hell but yeah. that being said, who do you draw inspiration from when you're acting as Zeke? Um, you know, like, well, one, I don't, people keep saying Zeke, I don't, I don't, I don't see, he might come off as slow, but I don't think that he's slow. I think that he's just misinformed. But, um, you know, I mean, some of, I mean, you know, he's not, he ain't, he ain't valedictorian either, but, you know, um, yeah, yeah. anyway, so, you know, I just, just like, you know, I mean, he's going through like the craziest. People don't like yeah. understand the brevity of what you're going through as a character. People are enjoying laughing at his his circumstance, and I, that's yeah. all good. That's you know, that's cool. They they like to laugh, see him, see him suffering. That's all good. That's yeah, okay. it's crazy. They they make uh, they're making memes out. Yo, they will. I will say this: people are loving your acting, and you can tell by the comments. They're they're talking about the faces that. I love it. It's amazing, yeah, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it, man. Where I, draw, where I draw my inspiration from, honestly, like the writing is so, they give us so much. You know, um, the writing is so good in the show. Um, and, you know, just the given circumstances, you know, just like, just, 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 just drawing, you know, trying to be as authentic, trying to be as honest and real as I can. Um, you know, definitely, definitely, you know, embracing the the sport basketball, you know, you know, since that's such a big part of his character, just, you know, really playing every day, practicing, making sure I'm making sure I'm feeling the ball dribble on the court, just making sure, I'm, you sure. know, this is the world guy is in. He's constantly, nice. you know, he's really, really, you know, striving to, uh, to, you know, to, to, to go all the way. So, you know, basketball was definitely a huge a huge transformative part of, of uh, the process and just, you know, just, 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 uh, just, just really, just really, just really studying, you know what I'm saying? Just studying the scripts, studying the scenes and, um, and, 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 uh, and yeah, you know, it's a, it's a process. Yeah. yeah it's, it's fun it's though. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's, honestly, I'm, I, it's, I'm, ha I've been having a time of my life. Like, That's what I'm talking about. No doubt. You gotta love it. I mean, I know you love acting and singing, so it gotta just be like okay. It's like every, every day. Really, it's like I mean, I remember when I like being so excited. I, I like I'm, I be shaking. You know, it's just <laughs> no like doubt. it's like dang, like it really, really, really fun. And even when I come home, it's like you know, like be like laughing to myself, like oh my god, I can't believe like it went down like that. You know, like, word up, watching the show, we bugging you out. I was in the middle with Method Man and Mary J. You know what I'm saying? Hell, hell yeah! <laughs> like, hell uh, yeah. like working with some of those guys behind these. You know, one thing I hear is that Method Man. You see that he is a great actor. I hear he takes it very, very seriously. Hell yeah! Yeah, I mean, he's been doing. He's been acting for a long time. You know. Um, and it's it's nice to see like him really coming forward as like a as a leading man, you know. Oh yeah. He's he's you know, he's he's that deal. You know, he's yeah. he's dope. He's an act. Word up. Hey, Met the man is an actor, no question. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. legit real deal actor. Real and deal. How I, th hands I think on? I think the time like we just moving into the time where like it's not that it's not really feasible to be one one track you know it's like you gotta you gotta have multiple streams you gotta have multiple practices multiple disciplines you know so you can keep it just in order like you know to like it's so much it's so much work it's so much it's so much out there so it's just like you know i mean 
when I'm filming, when I'm not filming, what am I going to be doing? Like, you know, the kind of person I am, you know, I'm right, right. working, doing something else, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. When I'm not doing that, I'm going to be looking for something else. So it's just, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see myself as a jack of all trades. I definitely see, you know, myself working towards, you know, mastery, you know, and that's what, that's where I want to go. That's I, I, I look up to Method Man and, you know, and 50 and all, all them who doing it at, you know, at their age, you know, and, and you don't just show up doing it like that. You, you, you do it over a course of time and you, and you keep going, you stay consistent. So, you uh, know, yeah. being around for a long time. Hell yeah. Okay. yeah. Having those multiple streams, like you said, now, you can make appearances as an actor and go and perform. There's so many different reasons that people have to bring you and book you for different events and different things. It just makes sense. Hell yeah. And if you are tuned in, we are in studio with Daniel Lee Bellamy. We're going to play some of his music. We're going to play two yes, songs and then we're going to return and wrap some things up for this holiday special, Christmas special, to be politically correct. Okay, Christmas okay, a few no days FF. away. Just a few days away. We'll be back. Let's go. You see what you want to see Just the cost of being me Like a ghost might as well be Cause you don't see the real me, the real me You see what you want to see the cost of being me Like a ghost might as well be Cause you don't see the real me The real me I don't have the same time I used to Just think they know me like they used to Running all around steady looking for clues Be careful with it I might lose my cool I might say some shit You ain't expect me to Need some room to breathe I can't act a fool I'm the only one I know Just the cost of being me Like a ghost might as well be Cause you don't see the real me The real me You see what you wanna see Just the cost of being me Like a ghost might as well be Cause you don't see the real me The real me Found me in a place you couldn't be My love for you done took your stove For the reciprocity Can't keep running with you Need some space for me Maybe been blind, but now I see Ain't no hole in my blood 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 Oh, you see what you wanna see Just the cost of being me Like a ghost might as well be Cause you don't see the real me The real me You see what you wanna see
Silence by Daniel Lee Bellamy. Go stream it. Look it up. 
it's out there. Ain't no hoe was what we played prior. And it just rings true. Ain't no hoe. Ain't no hoe. <laughs> Sounds like a song you'd make, Mr. Cheeks. <laughs> Remix. Let's go. Remix. <laughs> Daniel Lee Bellamy in studio. Mr. Bellamy, how are you this evening? Yes, sir. I'm just grateful to be here. I'm, I'm really, really having a good time with y'all tonight. Thank you for inviting Thanks for coming through, man. You crazy? Yeah. Well, you now you get to Method, man. You did a radio show with Mr. Cheeks. Oh, yeah. Tell my man come through, too. No doubt. <laughs> now, I call him up. I call him up. Yeah, now nah, he's a good guy. Hell, yeah. So many people are familiar with Daniel Lee Bellamy. Due to power, book two, Ghost, it's out everywhere. People are really digging it. People are enjoying it. The franchise just keeps expanding. It's strong, it's strong, baby. Shout out, to, shout out to 50 Cent and all of them over at Stars and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. How Nigga. hands-on is good, 50? Good fucking work, man. No killing question. it. The killing. man is, is killing it. How hands-on is he with the production? Um, well, you know, he definitely has made, like, appearances on set, you know, just checking it out. But um, with the ghost, with, with this with this show, I think he's less hands-on because uh, he's definitely, you know. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. So, you know, but he got some pretty uh, pretty dope people, you know, to steer the ship. Like we got a uh, yeah, Courtney, and um, we just got a new showrunner. Um, don't ask me. Uh, awesome guy. Um, and uh, and yeah, you know, it's just it's just it's just provided so many so much opportunities to so many artists. You know, what I'm saying uh, mm. across the board. So it's it's, yeah. it's a blessing. By the power universe it's a blessing hell yeah hell yeah yeah the opportunities the amount of money that 50 cent is putting in people's pockets right now mm -hmm. yeah. in the movie industry yeah. in the film industry it really is incredible yeah like, doing you know we, we hear about we hear about kanye we hear about jay-z and now i think that we can start you know putting 50 cent in a lot of these conversations oh for sure yeah i mean yeah. it's like it's he's he's doing some big things another uh another south side Southside, we outside. Resident. Cheeks and Fifty, two Southside legends over there. Yeah, okay. that's another. I would love to see Cheeks and Fifty sit down one of these days. Just talk Southside Jamaica, just to yeah. get those crazy ass stories. Yeah, we got some stories, baby. Well, he got some stories. We got some stories. I got. You already know. Let's get. Yeah, it, that's baby. what I'm saying. Like he was a kid when you were doing the thing with the Lost Boys. Just some, just some crazy stuff. Just the five degrees of separation is always really cool. Shout out to 50, no question, man. We doing that, we, he that, doing his damn thing, you know what I'm saying? I already know, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah, he, yeah. He, he put a lot of people on, man. A lot of people refreshed a lot of his careers and all that, you know what I'm saying? Just dope. Word. Pretty all cool right. stuff. So, Mr. Bellamy, it's almost 2022. It's a mere what? Week or so away? I mean, what are some of the big things that we have to look forward to? What's the New Year's resolution this year? Honestly, like, you know, it's just it's just gonna be a great year. Like it's just like I'm I like to keep it simple, you know what I'm saying? It's just I I just do it and I'm done. You know, I, um, you know, it's gonna be a great year of getting of reaching goals. That's right. You know, defying limits, you know, uh defying uh you know, it's just like you, you see what can happen, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's you know, just it's definitely Definitely just seeing seeing yourself through and making it happen and, and holding yourself and carrying yourself to, to, to your goals and making sure they happen, you know, and um and, and that's and that's twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two is gonna be a really, really, really great year, you know, despite 
you know, all the craziness that may come, you know, with your will, you know. That's right. It seems like it's around the corner. It seems like it seems it might be a little bit crazy again. Things are starting to get a little, you know. 2022 is just going to be the going to be a, another 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 event another progression of 2021. You know, we're just going to stack on top of that. That's it. That's exactly. it. That solid foundation. That's it. That's it. How is how is the pandemic and the changes that we've seen over the past three years changed the acting world? Uh, honestly, like I've been blessed to be on the show all throughout. You know the pandemic, which is, I know not everybody's situation. So I'm definitely blessed and privileged, you know, uh, yeah. because I've been, you know, we, we were the first back on the ground when they let us back out, you know, um, when COVID started to lift, we were the first back, our show was the first back on, um, the first show to film outside after that whole shutdown. Wow. Literally. No. Huh? Literally, you guys were the first shows back yeah, out there. The first show, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, that's what was that like? Were you guys like nervous? Huh? Were you guys nervous being the first show out during a global was, pandemic? Everybody had the mask on. We had the, you know, we had to stay six feet apart. Like we, you know, it was it was just different, you know. So, yeah. um, the I I don't know how it's affected me, you know, because it's like I feel like it's become so so nuanced you know and how the adjustments that had to be made you know to to, to, to thrive in that environment you know so mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it, it's it, the whole the whole the whole world has changed i mean you know what i'm saying we don't like you know you used to go into the casting offices to cast you know that ain't really happening no more you know everything's happening remotely you know mm. so, so one of the big things is like you know um being able to like really to have a dope audition without you know anybody else being in the room you 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 doing it from your phone you doing it from your it, it's everything is you know everything like it must be like is it is it easier to be able to have to do that stuff from home versus having to like sit in a room with all these other actors and seeing your competition there in front of you honestly i think it's easier for to me it's easier because it's like you know like i feel like you know i'm i'm six foot six foot six six foot seven you know what i'm saying i when I go into them, there's not a lot of other people like me, you know. Yeah. So, 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 getting kind of intertwined or entangled with, you know, what somebody else is doing is is a waste of time, you know, because that person is never not gonna be like me, you know. Yeah, just li true. literally, you know what I'm saying. So, right. it definitely, it definitely, like, you know, kind of puts you in the zone of like, okay, this your camera, this your audition, this, you know, because I just. I classes and I even like the classes better you know because I'm not I'm not there I mean I get to learn from their performance what they their work but I don't gotta like I don't gotta I don't gotta sort of be involved with all the riffraff and all the you know all the you know trying to network and you know what I'm saying we all on the same level what we gonna do you know what I'm saying so you know that that kind of stuff you know so I I, I think I think there's a lot of pluses to it honestly I, th I think there's a yeah. lot of pluses to it but you know, there's going to be a time where we have to come back, you know, and where we have to, uh, maybe, I don't know, you know, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, at honestly, this point, it's, if, if people just keep moving forward and it keeps working, I'm not sure if we're ever going to see, I get, or maybe we should say this is the new normalcy. No, I'm a, it's I don't us to, chilling inside. I'm, I know it's brutal, I'm, but you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, but 
but like you know it's just like it's it's you know i know a lot of people had different experiences with with this time with COVID and stuff but you know where i'm from i saw a lot of people go through a lot of stuff you know so yeah you know i, I definitely wouldn't want that to continue but i'm definitely i'm definitely it's 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 non it's it's a non it's non you know it's, it's <laughs> non, you know, everything that's going on i want to i want to move on yeah well speaking of moving on if they're as an actor, is there a dream role? Because you do have, like you said, you're 6'6". You never know. You might end up being in some type of a Marvel movie someday. Is there, like, one superhero or super villain or one character that you always wish that you could play someday? Honestly, Ezekiel Cross was a dream role. Like, like he fulfills, like, he feels everything like when i was 15 16 like dang i'm gonna leave i'm gonna stop playing basketball and i'm gonna go into this acting thing and like he fulfills everything like every every scene every it's like dang this is a this exactly, teacher back exactly, every kid's dream right. this exact this is exactly how it it you know you i can't dream of something bigger a bigger a bigger basketball role than this so hmm. I, this I definitely want to like you know kind of steer away from the basketball roles, you know, um, you know definitely like a superhero would be cool, you know. But I, you know, like I want to, you know, like I want to, I want to be the, I want to be the gang banger, you know. No doubt. So. You know, it's definitely something where I can have a little bit more fun, you know, and, and be a little bit more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. It's something about being the anti-hero. It's just not yeah. fun being a hero, right? It's something about being like the likable, bad. I don't want to say bad guy, but anti-hero. They're the good guy deep down, but they might not always have the right means of doing the right thing. You know, I guess the ends might justify it sometimes. I almost, I almost just became a. Almost became what? A what? A stripper. A male stripper. What stopped you? Well, it didn't, didn't go my way. <laughs> uh, that was gonna got, be dope. Get that. We got. What do you mean? Wait, time out. So wait. Recently, you almost became a mouse stripper. Yeah, recently. For, and for it was for, it was for a project. Oh, for oh, a okay. project. Okay. I was gonna okay. say. All right. I mean, look. I'm not gonna judge it. Like at this no, point, no. How are you moving, baby? You know. But hey, you know, I, I thought that'd have been an interesting thing to come off, you know, to do. You know what I'm saying? You take your job seriously. That means you might have to start, right? You say you spend all that time in the gym now putting up shots. I mean, what are you gonna do to get into that role? Yeah, now, it'd definitely been an opportunity to like go crazy with the with the workout. Like I would have been like, I would have been ripped. I would have been, I would have been crazy. So, yeah, I mean, you know, in you another see these, life. These Posters, right? The posters <laughs> up on the walls of the casino. <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I can only imagine the roles I, that are going to get thrown role, you in. I definitely like the roles. It's just got to it's just got to allow me. It got to be space for me to like, you know, have a transformative experience. Like I want to I, like every everything I do, I want to like become better after, you know, like I want to I want to walk away like. And I feel like I'm. I feel like I. I feel like I transformed. You know, I feel like I. I. I came through. You know, um, I'm not the same person that I was when I started that. So, you know, uh, it's prayerfully that those those roles I can continue to do. 
So you're going to you gonna, you got a bright future, my G. Thank okay. you. Hey. Well, you got hey. the big break. That's the break, right? You know, people are watching this, and now from here, other things happen. Now, is it hard to separate you as a person from the roles that you play? Because I mean, you know, you're a musician and you write your own music. So having to write your own music that takes having a personality. And I remember Louis C.K. made fun of actors back in the day and said that they were empty cups, and that they're just filled with different things. And he was making fun of actors, right? But doesn't seem like you're an empty cup if you're sitting there writing soul music. So, you know, having to like get into other people's heads and, and become other people, is that easy when you already have such a bold personality? Um, that's a good question. Um uh I'm definitely not an empty cup, but you know, it's a lot of different ways to go about it. And I'm just and and I feel like the right like the right role, the right experience for you is, you know, if you especially depending on how you how you doing it, like, you know, so I just, you know, I I I I I look forward to like, you know, the role calling me, you know, um, and I'm looking at okay, I know I got all of this, you know, to to put into this role, you know, and this is gonna make me go here, you know, um Ask me a different way. <laughs> so what I mean is when you already have your personality, like a, a lot of actors, I feel it must be easy to transition into another or transform, like you would say, into another character. When you already have such a strong personality and your own brand as Daniel Lee Bellamy sitting there writing all this music, is it easy to put yourselves in other people's shoes and kind of think like another person? I feel like it's that's my hardest or you know, I've I've had trouble trying to act and just become another person because I'm just such a psycho. It's hard for me to escape this personality. <laughs> uh, is it easy? No, ain't nothing easy about this. Uh, I don't I don't think it's easy. No, it ain't easy. No, it ain't no it's easy. some people. It might. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's not a no. It's not something um, to scoff at. Hell no, it ain't easy acting. It's it's it. I I, I would say it depends on who you are. It yeah. is. It is individual people. Every person approaches it differently. You know, for some somebody might be able to, you know, just hop on the scene and just be all like, you know, you know, and some other person might have to, you know, go in the quiet room and, you know, and work it out. They come out, not talk to nobody, then say their lines like, you know, so it's it's um, it's it's it really it's it's really about I think somebody has said this, whatever you got to do. You know, to make it happen, that's what you got to do. You know, that's so, it. There you go. That's sense. it. You know. Oh yeah. 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 That's it. Totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's not. It's just not easy having to like really real actors, real actors yeah. putting yourself in in another and, and portraying yourself as somebody else, being them. That's true improv. Yeah. That's not something uh, that you can really go to school for and learn. It's just it's it's real talent. Yeah. That's why yeah. I gotta ask. <laughs> I think this I think the training part is you asked me how do you separate that's the training part you know because art does imitate life and when you take on these characters you know you also take on like a spirit you take on you know the character you know the, the literal character you know and yeah. my mom I was talking to my mom and she was just like just the other day she was like okay Zeke and I was like no I wasn't being Zeke I was being Daniel you know yeah. so even her she kind of like I guess it's like, how do you separate the two? Uh, you know, I, I think that's just, you know, 
that's just experience, you know, professionalism, you know, training, you know, season, you know, um, you know, cause you see, you see different artists who, you know, may go a little crazy, you know, after the role. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You like know? you got, you got some actors losing their minds after playing certain roles. Like you, you, you get, you, you, you commit, you surrender to these given circumstances to this character and you want to do a great job. So you're giving your all, you know, when you leave, when you're done, ain't nobody going to say, okay, come on, let's just, let's, 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 let's talk about how this is not you, you know, and that's the character, you know, no, they like, they got it. They done, they on to the next, you know? And so you there, you know, with that character, you know, still, you know, still working it out. You know, and it's it can you know. So if I, I feel like I feel like uh, it definitely it definitely it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely not not an easy thing. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot of lot of actors on power. You know, it's like we you know like we experience. We go off the show, and then people you know calling you the character's name. They getting angry at the character. So you like it's now 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 you now it's like uh, yeah. you know, reality show. Like you you you. You know, you Zeke when you're on the street, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you, know, you see certain guys and they become that character and it's hard to escape. Like, one person that always stands out to me was James Gandolfini. Rest in peace. I mean, arguably the best television character of all time, Tony Soprano. And when you hear the guy get interviewed, he's just a regular nice guy. He doesn't have, hey, look, it's me. Look, I'm going to take your head. I'm going to smash your head. He doesn't sound anything like that. So, to me, it's just blows my mind to see how you yeah. can separate and become this whole other person and then be so different in real life after you know it's just a lot of mental gymnastics i feel it, it's nothing i love i love acting i love i love being an actor it's a fun experience uh it's nothing like it this this is 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 so it's so it's so amazing it's such an amazing experience you know mm -hmm. but then again, it's 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 an experience, so it's it's what you make it, you know. So some people be on a show or be on the movie, and they they having a miserable time. They might be killing it and still having a miserable time, you know. <laughs> um, I'm big on you know making the experience, you know, an amazing time for me because I really want to, you know, really enjoy what I'm doing. So I'll I, I be having I'll be having fun. I, you I'll seem like fun. one of the cool dudes on set. You hear these horror stories about certain celebrities that has become madmen on the sets, using <laughs> people, being crazy. I feel like you're probably all right behind the scenes. <laughs> you said what? You hear all these stories about certain actors just being madmen and just abusing the people behind the scenes and yelling. Who is it? The, the, the audio that escaped recently, was it Tom Cruise? Just freaking out, cursing everybody out. I haven't. I have. I. I mean, I've experienced some, some stuff. But I'm gonna say I, I experienced more craziness from people behind the camera than 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 in front. Honestly, Ooh, like directors Ooh. and cinematography type people. Not not nobody on our show, but yeah. You know, I'm not trying uh, to. I'm not here for the hot takes. Don't worry. Okay. I'm just here to get <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> It's, it's an environment that lends itself to pride, you know, to ego, to, you know, because some stuff, sometimes you a character and you and you got to, and it's your job to be prideful and cocky and, you know, and, and that's what they, they want to get that from the character. So, yeah. you know, as you might, if, if you, if you're working with someone who don't know how to separate 
two, it's like, oh, that person is just, you know, they going off on their character, you know. Yeah. And you just try to kind of, you know, show some grace, you know, and, and not and not and not hold it against them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh man. So to take a little pivot here, we're gonna air a little bit of this on Fox Sports Radio. Since you are a basketball figure, technically too, and by pop culture standards, especially right now, the NBA, I mean, people are wondering if it's even going to keep going at this point, but Kyrie is making his return to the NBA to play away games. And I'm so excited. I might be the only person on Fox Sports Radio that is pro-Kyrie all day. I'm not- Kyrie, I love Kyrie. Even though I wore shoes uh, in training last year, and they and they they messed up my my, my toenail, but um, <laughs> Kyrie, I just feel like you know, I just feel like it's so it's just so funny, you know, it's just so funny, you know, it's just so funny, like the, the politics, the games, you know, that like so now he's now he can play, which is awesome because I want to see him play, but it's like it just it's just it's just hard to take 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 things serious, you know, because they that's just that's just Bingo. so it's funny, you know. So that's funny. You said it best. It's just hard to take things serious. Huh? It's you just said it best. It's just hard to take things serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> but I, I'm I'm definitely happy that 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 the, that the man gets to get back on the court because he's a he's an awesome player for a show. Power to the people. The owners are not happy about that. I mean think about it. He's able to play the games that he wants to play, and he won. He won the holdout. That's it. Yeah, he won. He won. Yeah. yeah. Exciting and stuff. Very proved, exciting. He proved, proved a lot there. That's that's a lot. That's a lot that he proved. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. huge. And he did it without a fake fax card. Shouts to Antonio Brown. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. People who might try to follow his footsteps better make sure they got the same skills and talents that Kyrie. You know, yeah, uh, and the money. You might not get. You might not get the same privilege as him if you ain't got the same, same talent, skill set. Good point. Very good point. So <laughs> we do need some NBA predictions here. While we're all here, we might as well. I don't know if we've given them, but we're getting close now to uh, the halfway point in the season. Clay Thompson is on his way back. Can we have any early predictions? Who do you guys think is going to win the NBA Finals this year? If we had to guess. The Knicks, baby, you already. Oh, are. Mr. Chase, stop with that! It's every every year he says the Knicks. <laughs> so I got the Giants hat on them, motherfuckers. Exactly. Um, I don't got no predictions. No predictions. <laughs> I ain't got no predictions. I ain't got it, no. It could be anybody. It really is one of those years. I figured I'd ask while we're on the topic, but uh, but Mr. Bellamy. As we uh, as we commence, we're gonna have to wrap things up for the evening. But we're gonna play a little bit more of your music. We're gonna we're we're paying heed. We're paying homage to the music, not just the acting. You get enough homage on television. Fifties giving you enough praise for that. We're gonna be playing music all night. Is there any song that you suggest us to play going into this next break for the holidays? Maybe. For the holidays, yeah, maybe a nice holiday song. Not a holiday song. I mean, whatever song you want to play. I'm just saying it's for the holidays. How did you play so far? We've played "Ain't No Ho." And silence. Okay, play. Um, play. Am I the only one? Am I the only one? Okay. Well, you get so, your music. You get your music on um, Amazon and all of that, Spotify and all that. Yeah, all streaming platforms. But 
listen, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be putting out some more music in January. I I, I pray that you guys listen to it. That you oh, guys. What through. do you mean? We're gonna be playing on the show, Stat. Hell yeah! What are you talking about? We're sending it out to all the radio stations. Hell yeah! It's it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be really amazing. It's 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 a it's a real dream come true to be uh. To be, you know, digging in the flow that I'm finding myself in. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm excited, I'm, and I'm, I'm definitely excited to be here with y'all today. Good looking, man. Word up, man. Stay golden, my G. You know yeah, what it man. is. You know what's really crazy to me is that your talent as a musician didn't blow you up quicker than your talent as an actor, and that's not to take away from your acting. But I mean, you've got some serious music skills. Did you ever find the music industry to be difficult? You mean for my acting? For your music, what was the music game like for you before the acting really started going? Uh, you know, well, it's still going. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that people stay with me, you know, and you know, and uh, and and, and ride out because I, because I got, I got some, I got, I got some places I want to go and when I want to, I want to take, take uh, you know, my listeners and so, uh, well, what was it like? It's um, honestly, I don't know because I'm just doing it. Like I and and people are tuning in, so. Love it. What's it, you know, uh, I, I'm doing it and they tuning in, you know, I'm putting it out there and they tuning in and that's, that's as, that's as deep as it goes. There, there are so many people out listening. Like everybody I know is a musician. Everybody that listens is a rapper or something. And that just shows you right there. Try hard and you die hard. Be good or be good at it. Daniel Lee nice. Bellamy in studio. Go check out book two. It's everywhere right now. My man Zeke. Appreciate you. We're about to play some more fire coming your way. This is the Ryan Show FM, and we will be back soon. Yes, sir. Am I the only one? 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 Oh, am I the only one that Jesus can't sustain?
almost lost my mind Didn't wanna leave you behind Could've lost my mind Didn't wanna leave you behind Would've lost my mind I could've lost my mind I should've lost my mind Flying in quickly, much like Santa on his sled. And no, it's not Santa Claus. Hold your jokes. That's Hampton's Dave. And no, that's not Santa Claus. Hold your jokes. That's Brett Parrish, damn it. Look at that beard. Ho, ho, ho. This is the Ryan Woo. Show FM Christmas Special 2021. And Hell we promised yeah. you an exciting evening. We brought you the wonders, or I should say, the truth behind the horrors of pedophile island we got into epstein island earlier mr barish we had a specialist come in and walk us through the trials of Ghislaine maxwell following that we did have an actor from the show power but now to top things off we have a brand building specialist we have a ceo we have a founder of arguably the most popular wine and spirits and liquor brand of the past 10 years we have the one and only brett barish Owner yeah, of Sovereign yeah. Brand, CEO in studio. Let's go. Let's get it, baby. And damn it, it's in on Heavy duty, baby. Thank, thank you, guys. There's nothing better than uh, spending the evening talking with you. Good so, oh, don't lie to us. Come on. Yeah. We appreciate the, the compliment, but you know. It's only, it's only the Ryan show. Let's go. Come I on. mean, this is, I've been looking forward to this all week. This is awesome. I love it. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I got to ask, how did you discover us? Because you're an expert, not just when it comes to liquor, but when it comes to brand building. So when I got that email from your PR, my heart skipped a beat. I was like, what the hell? How did they discover us? Mm. uh, Well, as my friend Ross says, it's too easy. Uh, (laughs) You know, Ryan, you got your own backstory, man. You started out, you know, I don't want to say in the garage, but that's where you started. Pretty ball, pretty much, yeah. Pretty yeah, much. that that speaks to me. So I'm a big fan of people who just it's bottom up brand building. That's what you guys have done. Yes, sir. Brand building. No one handed to you. You you figured it out. You kept going. You kept going. You keep going up the ladder. And I it 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 resonates with me. This is what I am. This is what we do. That's what wow. we do. That's what we do. It's a lot. It's it's insane that you even know about us. I'm beyond honored. But that uh, being said. I mean, building brands from scratch, that's what you specialize in. And we might know you now for the liquors that's in front of you, which, by the way, would you mind holding up that new one? That's a beautiful bottle there. The v- Thank you. Know, here you it is. This is my newest. It's called Vion. Vion. Yeah, it's got Vion. The, 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 it's, it, some people think of it as, as it's villain. It's a French uh, 
It's named after a patriarch, Francois Villon, who was a badass. He was an iconoclast. He was a poet from the 14th century. He went against the grain. He fought bad cops, bad politicians. He was ultimately killed by a monk. And uh, Mm. it's different. Wait, wait. Let's go back really quick. Killed by a monk? Yeah. Is is there a backstory? I mean, not to go too far off here. He, He was... He was literally, he was one of the original iconoclasts. Some people think that the word villain comes from Vion, where this guy went against, you know, bad people. He was the first one to do these kind of things. And uh, he was kicked out of Paris in the 14th century. And ultimately, he got in a fight with a monk and he was killed with a dagger. Mm. Um, And that's what our brand is named after. And it's a it's a cognac competes in that category. We just launched it this past year and we're loving it. That's hard. What? Love me some cognac. But but just to to hit on the brand side, Ryan, because you you brought this up, is every one of our brands has a story. There's a story. There's a pulse. It's not made in a lab. They all have – they're like children to us, to me Mm. and my team. They're they're living, breathing things. Yes. Dope. That's, that's, you know, one thing that struck me. I went today and I was doing my research, you know, watching some past interviews. And when you went on Breakfast Club, one thing that you mentioned, one gem that you left with us was you were talking about a five-year plan for a brand. And I remember I sat down, I sat down maybe like five years ago and tried doing this, tried coming up with a plan. And I realized while I was in the middle of it, like, what am I doing? It keeps evolving and shifting so quickly and we keep having to pivot. It just makes no sense to sit down. And, and put together a five-year brand. And you actually likened it to raising children. I thought it, that was brilliant. It, it's because it's true. You, 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 know, you don't know what you have until you put it out in the world. And then you got to find out what works and what doesn't work. I'm sure you felt the same way with, with your audience and figuring out which direction to go. And you play off that. I, 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 I equate it now to, I swear to God, to improv and a comedian. Yeah. They're, you know, they they tell a joke and they feed off the audience and they realize they can change it a little bit and make it a little bit better and change a little bit. And that's what that's what any good brand builder does or anybody in business or anybody in any any medium. And that's life. Pretty much. You never know what life's going to give you. You got to be ready to pivot with anything that could happen. And I mean, that happened the last couple of years. Exactly. And that was my biggest failure when I started out is I I held on. You know, I got to stick to stick to hold on to exactly what the plan is, but that's not reality. Um, yeah. And that's, and once I realized that I've, I've changed ever since. Hmm. Yeah. And when it comes to, you know, you mentioned failures, learning from them is so important. Another thing from your story, which stood out to me is your vodka company three, which you consider the most important brand that you've created, although it might not technically be on the shelves today. It, and, I just wanted to know a little bit about that backstory because one thing I find uh, really cool about you is not only you know are you the CEO owner the CEO and owner of Sovereign, but you're hosting Self Made, and what you do on your Self Made show to those that haven't seen it is you bring people back to the story of how they became who they were, and I kind of want to know a little bit more about your story while we have you here and and where was it that you came up with the idea for three? What made you decide to create a soy based vodka? Um, you know, what, what is your story that we may not have seen before the success of Bel Air? Well, let me, let, I'll give you the example. Um, f- if you don't know, I, uh, I created brand, my current brands are Bel Air, 
which is a champagne from France, yep. Bamboo Rum, which is now the number one premium rum in the world. Fire, by um, the way. Yeah. It's, Hook over. Oh, it's great. Um, I've got a gin called McQueen. Uh, I have a, a, this Cognac Vion. My past brands, Ace of Spades, which I'm sure you guys know. Yep. And Doucet. And the oh, okay. thing that all those brands Doucet. have in common, all those brands have in common, the one thing is everyone said they wouldn't work. Everybody mm. said it. Everybody who I ever talked to when I first introduced it said it. And the difference between my first brand, which is the vodka that you talked about, and these brands is I didn't listen to everybody on these brands. I just kept going. Hell yeah. my, my my biggest mistake, and I say this all the time, is you know, you always I always assume everyone's smarter than me, everyone knows better. Everyone, you know, they've been in the industry, they've done things. And my mistake was not trusting my instincts, not trusting my gut. You can listen and you can pivot like you described, Brian, but it's about, you know, you know, I got into this for a reason. You know, you're, you're, you got your talk show for a reason. You, there's an element that you got to keep whole. And that's what I've done with, with my first brand. Literally nothing's changed in terms of how we go to market. It's just, we trust our instincts and that's, I'm holding true to that. Yeah. What was it back when you were creating three, what, what was the advice you took that you now, I don't know if you regret it, but the pivot that you made oh, that you should have. Everything. Not- if, if So you guys know this brand Bel Air. Yeah. The yes. black bottle. So Classic. when I launched this today, this brand is about to become the single biggest champagne in the United States. It's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. The number Great. one brand. When Salute. I first showed this to the trade, my industry, the distributors, they said, you're nuts. Don't come out with a rosé first. You got to do a brute. A brute is your gold color champagne. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to make a name for rosé first. They said, don't put it in a black bottle. You can't see the liquid. They said, you can't uh, compete at the price point we're, out, we're, we're, we're competing, which is against brands like Moet and Vouve. Hmm. I would have changed everything years earlier. I would have done exactly what they said, but I didn't do that. And I trust my instincts and went forward. Um, I've changed things, but the key is I held to what I believed was the right way to go. And it worked. That's Um, right. right. But that's the hardest part. That's why, Ryan, you asked me about self-made. That's why I like hearing these stories from whether it's successful people, you know, know, a fat Joe or a, a Rick Ross or a, a Kamara Usman. But then I, I, what I care about is all the shit that they went through to get there because that's what inspires me. I love the, mm-hmm. uh, I love the shit that everyone's gone through because that, that I can relate to. If it's just success, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one wants to hear that. We want to hear the struggle. We want to hear the stories. A hundred percent. I remember, you know, uh, and and for me, like I give you an example. For me, um, and I, again, you know, I, I wish there was me for the twenty-year-old kid who was me, who you know, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had too many ideas. I didn't pick anything, so I felt lost. Um, my first six years in this business, I lost everything. Uh, I lost my house. I had my bank account swept because uh, I put all my money in my business and the IRS. I stopped paying my taxes. Uh, you know, but. I persevered like there was massive failure to get here, but I learned Mm. my way through it. And I think everyone, lots of, some people just make it. I don't have that story. I don't have that story. Yeah. I might need a, I might need a bottle of my name near there, baby. (laughs) 
They talk about the struggle. No question. Let's get it. It's just such a difficult industry, too. I mean, the beverage industry. Yeah. How has it changed yeah. since the pandemic? It's well, first, all industries are tough. Yeah, Your industry is tough. There's no such thing as easy. I, I think uh, for the pandemic, it's I don't I, there's no question that retail has become critical to everybody. The whole concept of we pivoted hugely when it happened in March of 20, where it was all about how do we help our retailers? How do we help them who don't have websites promote them? How do we get our celebrity friends to, to, yep. to talk about retailers and say, go go buy at certain locations? How to show about you know uh, 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 curbside pickup and delivery? So it was just this grassroots kind of effort to get behind the accounts to support them. Um, that was the big pivot for for us and what's what's changed. Um, but it, it for us it just it felt like the right thing to do and the right direction to go. Nope. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. It's not an easy adjustment to make having the entire world shut down, live entertainment, bars, the whole bar scene shut down. I can only imagine the impact. No, it, and and it felt good. I mean, for us is there's no question you had massive layoffs in the on-premise, on-premises bars, restaurants. Yep. Yes, on-premise. We've hired, we've grown. So if we can pick up the slack and hire other people who've been let go, that's a positive. Um, if, if, you know, our own team, our own team who focuses on premise is now focusing on the retail side. So I, I think the key is like anything is, and again, you, you mentioned that word and I'll keep saying it as well, pivoting. It's constantly trying to see what works and how do you, how do you take it, not take advantage of a situation. How do you make it work for you? Yeah, for sure. And the team that you must have must be, it must be a strong team. It's the, it's, it's big, billionaire companies that you're going up against when you're mm. in this liquor uh, liquor industry. I mean, we're talking like Bacardi and in comparison, you guys are smaller. I mean, yeah, you're globally known, maybe even more well-known, but uh, like, what does it take to be able to keep up with some of these big brands that have just powerhouses and so much money and connections? Um, <laughs> It's a good question. I think it starts for me when I realize I can't compete with them. Don't be like them. Mm. Don't emulate mm. them. Because yeah. that's not reality. Hmm. Uh, I think for me, it's it's doing what I think feels right. It's connecting with people organically. Um, it's being part of culture where they're not. Um, and you I had the product placement. That's what exploded. That's where I saw it. You know, in the music videos and that product placement. You had it everywhere. Ross had it everywhere. Had a but bottle of billet. Yeah, and it's not just. It's you know, it's great with Ross. There's no question. But it's also. <laughs> You know, we try to do things with people that we think we want to help and become yeah. the next Ross. It's the, it, uh, you know, I remember uh, when I interviewed Post Malone and he was our brand ambassador. This is this is before he was famous. You know, this mm -hmm. is he had White Iverson and that's it. You know, when a boogie with the hoodie or G Erbo, all these guys who, you know, we saw is let's help them. Let's do something yeah. with them. You know, it, it's amazing in the in the corporate 500 world. They all pick the same top kind of 1%. Um, they all pick the same people, but it's mm -hmm. it's the you, you want to be there for that next generation and the next generation. And I think that's what resonates for us is we try to work with lots of different people because we want to touch a lot of different audiences. Right. And that's what you right. did. You become a part yeah. of pop culture. 
Definitely. More than hip hop, I mean, it's just such a recognizable brand that people can see and relate to, and it's cool. You can't teach cool, damn it. Uh, the, and uh, Ryan, what you just said is my my father taught me. He said you can't buy cool. You can't buy it. Yeah. No matter, father you know, said you can't buy cool. Can't buy cool. You know we have it's it's a it's a it's a silly example, but it's a good one. On our Instagram with a brand like Bamboo or Rum, we have more followers on. We don't advertise. We have more followers on our Instagram than Captain Morgan and Bacardi. See that? Mm, yeah. And those are and that that to me is something that I again I spew to people I talk to. You don't have to be like them, and it, you can still succeed. And those are billion-dollar yeah. companies with billion-dollar budgets. I don't have right. that, but I can connect. And as long as you are honest and and very – to me, it's being organic. You can connect with the consumer. You can connect with your fans. And informed. What took me yes. watching you interview all of these A-listers, watching you appear on The Breakfast Club, was the level of calmness and certainty you had in your words. How impeccable – it was what you were saying because you knew what you were talking about. And that's so important. You're so informed about your product that you're coming from that perspective. I think that's also very, very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also drink a lot and I drink that every time I go on. <laughs> no, but, but, but I think, you know, there's something to being transparent. I believe that there's something to just being honest. And because I think there's, again, like I said, I, I do it. I, you know, there's no question that I I'm hoping, you know, my brands resonate, but more importantly, I'm hoping there's other people out there who are just like me who are looking for guidance or looking for that spark or looking for that direction. Because the one thing I get, and it's very selfish, when I interview all these people, I'm getting something out of it. Oh, yeah. I get motivated. I hear their stories. When Rhapsody tells me, you know, when, when all she, if she just had enough money to get to the, to the station to record, she's happy. Like that's, yeah. I love that. Or when, when Russ tells me, you know, he started following his audience. Where's his audience? Oh, his audience is in Oregon. Okay, I'm going to go to Oregon. Shout out to Russ, man. Yeah. He he really did it from an independent. You know, he's like one of those artists that really set the tone for the independent artists. Oh, but but he but again, you're never too you're never too old to learn. Yeah. And Ru Russ exactly. telling me, you know, going on SoundCloud and seeing Jesus, I got fans in Dubai and in the Middle East because they think he's <coughs> Middle Eastern, but he's going to go leverage that. Good for him. Like yeah. that's how that's how you should do it today. Go find your fans, support them. They'll come back and support you. That's but they right. all See have that stories like that. One way tickets to Calabar, Nigeria. <laughs> I've got them on the screen right now. I might just hit click purchase. <laughs> wow. So that is a really, really good point that you make. Find out what your audience is, cultivate, and make them happy. Give them what they want to see. Once you once they once they know you for something and they enjoy you for something, speak to them. Keep going in that direction. It makes sense. And then you can backfill later. You know, I, and my example, I, I said this. Uh, you picked up on the kids' comment. You know, I have six kids, and my my son is seven. He's ridiculous. He's great at math. Uh, he can read and great at math. My daughter is six, and she's horrible at math, uh, but she can. She's a great artist. My son is a horrible artist. He can't write with crap. Hmm. You know, you 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 push them in a direction that they succeed at, and then you yeah, back no. later. And then to me, that's that's business. That's everything in life. Focus on what you're good at, and then you can backfill later. I feel like a uh, lot of yeah. people have that struggle. They want to do so many things. Even myself as an entrepreneur, like I have this like main thing here with the Ryan Show, but it's tough. You have all these ideas. What advice do you have 
to people that might be biting off more than they can chew, to people that might have all these ideas but can't focus on one. What advice would you give somebody like that? Pick one. You gotta. I, that's what happened with me. I, I one day, and I don't know what it was. I just made that decision. I'm, I'm gonna go into this business. I don't care about any other idea. I'm gonna stick with it. And what happens is, you'll never run out of ideas. They'll always be there. But you become really good at one thing, and it starts, it starts building. So once you're good, at, really good at something, you can now you've got financial money. You got money to do more than one thing. You got resources to do more than one thing. Mm. You've got relationships to do more than one thing. So it's, it, you got to start somewhere and then build off that. And there's no question that's worked for me. That's there's no question. Take notes, everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. One thing cool that you mentioned is that you're learning every time you do these interviews. Well, that's what we're doing right here. We talked about it. Uh, you know, recently I got on the phone, Miss Cheeks. I'm like, Cheeks, man, I realize I'm an idiot. This whole Ryan Show thing has just been a learning experience. It's been a vessel. All these guests that we book, you know, Mr. Cheeks was a rap star. Now we're sitting down with guys like you. We're just opening up our minds and expanding. And we really appreciate the audience for joining us week in and week out. We thank you as well. No doubt. So, Mr. Parrish, 2022 is on the horizon. What do we have to look forward to this year? Uh, for well, for in my in my world, it's two new brands I'm launching next year in two new categories. So I'm thrilled about that. Um, we're still catching up on what we did for in 21, which is, uh, hopefully you guys have seen our blue Bel Air blue. Yep. Oh, yeah. uh, we saw a big Lido pouring that out. Mr. Yeah. Cheeks. There yeah, we the, another example, people <laughs> told us, don't do it. It's the hottest single brand in the United States. Yep. Uh, everyone wants the blue. Um, uh, so that's been, that's been a big focus for us. The own, the new brand is a big focus. Our bamboo cream is a big focus. Those are all new brands. Hmm. Um, but we're, you know, we're staying true to what we, what we have going on. We're growing as a team in a company. We're always looking for more people to bring on, whether it's our own team, whether it's brand ambassadors around the world. Um, I'm doing a big push, um, in Africa right now. I'm trying to do more with music and combine U S artists and African artists because, I think it's a win-win for both yep. sides um, to build networks. Uh, it's something I have a passion on, so we're going to announce something pretty soon about that. Um, but it's, uh, I like I like you originally said, I have no plan. So Just, it, having a, having no plan is a good plan. Be ready to pivot. Exactly. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. No and plan we appreciate you plan. taking the time yeah, to stop you. over here and hang out with us. Drop some gems on us Christmas for special. our listeners. No, anytime it's it's my season. So ask me for product, and I'll send you guys. Oh, there you go. Anytime. Can I have some product? Of of course. (laughs) Too easy. That's it, (laughs) man. And hopefully we can meet you in person when you're in New York, and we have the studio back set up like old times. You know how COVID is. We can get you in studio. But we really do appreciate it. And we will be running some ads tonight. You know, we're brand ambassadors unofficially at this point. I'm making some radio commercials right after this. Hell yeah. Love it. Guys, thank you. Anything I can do, please ask. And uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Stay healthy. And and let's uh, let's go hard. Let's, let's go, go hard. hard. Thank you, Papa Bottles for Christmas now. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm bringing, oh, I'm yeah. bringing Bel Air home. Popping, popping bottles, bottles for Christmas. Popping bottles. That's I'm all popping bottles with my family. Bottles. Bel Air. Pop- I'm going to get that blue. I'm going to get the rosé. I'm going to get it all. 
Follow yeah. Brett Barish on Instagram, B-R-E-T-T-B-E-R-I-S-H-C-E-O. Woo! Let him know that you heard this on The Ryan Show. We're going to be back very, very soon. Play a little bit of music and return. It was December 24th on Hollis Ave at the dark. My man Santa Cena Revan gave the strangers from all. He said that giving was his living and I had to take part. So I grabbed a bag of goodies and hopped up on his card. I laced the pockets of the porn, gave the hoodie a play. Dropped some dollars up on Hollis and I went on my way. I hear you jingle, Mr. Kringle, peep the single, my man. So Santa, hit a brother off and come as quick as you can.
somebody just did The Deagle Double G be feeling festive Got Santa and his elves working round the clock Holidays are here so the child don't stop Got chow me, chow low, oh, it's Christmas, so chow, ho, ho, ho. You know I got my gold leaf burgers on the way, on a solid gold tray, on a solid gold sleigh. Ice skating to your dough when the snow falls. What you got, Snoop? Carbonara with them dough balls. Yes, please, feast at the crib, see? Catch burritos dropping down the chimney. Hear the jingle bells? It must be stuffed crust cheese. Trust me, I keep it popping like the hot jerk chicken that I got in my stocking. Happy holidays, it's a doggy dog Christmas A lot of treats to complete on the wish list Whatever the venue, hit up the menu Did somebody say, just eat? Tell Santa I ain't asked twice Everything I order, both naughty and nice Whatever the venue, hit up the menu Did somebody say, just eat? Ain't nothing changed here Getting sushi delivered by a reindeer Most wonderful time of the year It's a just eat anything vibe over here Think outside the box if your plan is Nothing more than a cold turkey sandwich Got a pimp at a meal like a Mac Limitless snacks and my just eat sack You ever see an elf carrying a roast ham? When I sit in the whip bumping slow jams The weather outside turn cold and I stay cooler than an iced up snowman Warming up with a miso soup Miso bossy and miso snoop Got my man Mr. Claus on the line Let him know that it's just eat time Happy holidays, it's a doggy dog Christmas A lot of treats to complete on the wish list Whatever the venue, hit up the menu Did somebody say, just eat? Tell Santa I ain't asked twice Everything I order, both naughty and nice Whatever the venue, hit up the menu Did somebody say, just eat? Oh, didn't know? Well, you know now Put your feet up, you ain't gotta go out Party food in the blink of an eye Mistletoe, kiss the year goodbye Now it's December so remember, you can get anything you sent for. Mm. Nachos, I'm stacking chips, singing carols with the click and a rack of ribs. The gift of giving is what I'm in for. Got tinsel wrapped around a spring roll. Yep. Hit the pad with my pad tie Bringing joy to the world, I'm that guy Happy holidays, it's a doggy dog Christmas A lot of treats to complete on the wish list Whatever the venue, hit up the menu Did somebody say, just eat? Tell Santa I ain't asked twice Everything I order, both naughty and nice Whatever the venue, hit up the menu Did somebody say, just eat? All good things must come to an end Yes, even this holiday special <laughs> And we're giving out holiday discounts on advertising here on the Ryan Show FM. And yes, this is a shameless plug. Go visit Nora on Instagram at Nora the Ryan Show. Visit Nora. She'll hook it up. Have your girl slide in my DM. We can talk about advertising anything you want. Me and her, we'll we'll have a nice discussion about it. <laughs> sure. Nora, anything you'd like to say to the people out there? We don't get you on here enough. No, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Hope That's everybody right. has a safe one. What are you celebrating technically this year, Nora? I don't know how I Muslim Christmas works. everything. All of it. So you do Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, everything. I am, yes. All right. That's a, that's a different... I didn't know pig Muslims roast? celebrate everything. You got a, awesome. a holiday pig roast? No. That unfortunately, <laughs> I won't do. Get me a turkey and roast it. Yes, yes. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> or get me a lamb. We'll have or a lamb goat. roast. A goat roast. A goat roast? <coughs> horse. Lamb roast would be lamb. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever eaten horse. Roast up lamb chops, the little. I hope you haven't eaten puppet. horse. 
I mean, some people no. used to eat horse. I think like dogs used to eat horse back then. Right. Mr. Hands. Oh, we get too thrown off. Mr. Hands. Start talking horse. about reindeer meat because that's oh. obviously what's next for this Christmas special. Everybody, tell your loved ones we say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I believe if you're listening right now, it's one of the 12 days of Christmas, I imagine. Everybody, thanks for listening. Mr. Cheeks, Hams, Dave, Nora, I love all three of you. And I will see you guys next week, over and out. Good night. Peace. Later on, baby. See you next Monday.